Good morning. We're going to begin now a brand new fascinating sicha in Parshas Lechlefa. It's a sicha printed in volume 15, page 15, page, uh, volume 15, page 100. This is the fifth sicha part of uh, the Chalik. And as mentioned, always this is part of the Pradzuk of the Sichas. And Bashkacha Pratas, even though this curriculum was made about four years ago, Ashkafa Brothers, this Sikha, Mamr speaks, and I'm, I'm finding it lately that all the Sikhas that are part of Prashadok of the Sikhas, Mamr's that ever is telling us what's going on in the end of the Amen. So this is a, a, a Sikha how that ever dissects halakhically why Eretz Yisrael belongs to us, Alpiyadotha, Alakhet, and why you're not allowed to give away Eretz Yisrael. And uh, we'll first discuss the halachic parts. to bring a rabbi connect the rabbi with the Ramam. and then we'll go into the chiddush at the end. How to explain the kedusha of Eretz etc., etc. Okay, so let's begin now. Aleph in Parshas Lechlechal Gefidin Kamei Pa'amim the Haftach of an Eberstern to Avram as Eret Im on Zayin Kinder Gemin Eretz Yisrael. In Parshas Lechlechal we find the Promise numerous times that the Abraham is going to give the land of Eretz Yisrael to Avram and his descendants. In unifying said the state in the beginning, the Parshas says, Hashem Avram, Hashem appeared to Avram by and he said, In the beginning of the Parsha, Parakid Beis Pasuk Zayin, Hashem tells Avram Avinu that Lazarachot, your children, Etenes Eretz I will give Eretz Yisrael. The north by Avegin from Mitzrayim. Then afterwards, when he left Mitzrayim, when Light Hatzichvanim Opkishait, when Light separated from Avram Avinu, they had a disagreement, and Avram told him, "You pick a land, and we'll separate." But in the Eved took us up. So Hashem told him, "Ki eskol haaretz asher atareya l'cha etnena lozarach adelam." And then Hashem tells him again that you see this whole old entire land. You see, I will give it to. You and your children forever. And then later on in the parsha, in Pasuket Zion, it says, "Go up and go and scout the breadth of the land." Because to you I will give. So. Um, by bris ben absarim and by the bris ben absarim, what does it say? By Yema, who carries Hashem as Avram bris leimar? That day Hashem made a covenant with Avram, and He said, "Zaracha nasati es arzazes to you, Avram, and your children." Nasati, <coughs> I already gave the land minar mitzrayim from the river of, uh, by mitzrayim adanar hagodol nar pras till the great Euphrates River. When in the vayte de gipsukim. And then it, in the next psukim it says about the ten, speaks about the uh, the ten nations whose land would be given to the Jewish people. Okay. So if you notice the expression, in the beginning it says, the expression of, I will give. Hashem says in the beginning, I will give the land. And then um, when he leaves Mitzrayim, what does Hashem say? Etnena, I will give it to you. And then the Pasuk says that Etnena, I will give. 
By the bris ben Absar, what does Hashem say? I already gave it to you. Okay. Now, the what's the difference <coughs> between these promises made by Hashem is as follows. The the first two Aftachis, the Zaracha Etanis Aratzazes, Lechot Nana, Beloshin Osid. In the beginning, it uses an expression, I will give this land to you, I will give it with a future tense. Now, Zainivki Kumi Bishaitis to Avram's Dibra They did not come in response to something Avram said <coughs> or did. Shem said, Shem promised him that. I will give you the land, and I will and I will give it. However, when it comes to the response, in contrast, when it says to your descendants, here I have given the land, that came only after a response to Rome's traveling the length and the breadth of the land. And Hashem said this as a continuation to the previous statement that says, Losses the Chos Hashem says that uh, when uh, when He brought you out of Hashem said, I am Hashem who brought you out of court or Kazdim. Hashem says to you to give you this land to inherit it. And this comes in response to Avram's question, Where shall I know that I will inherit the land? Okay, so again, what the Rebbe is trying to bring out, and this is really what the Rebbe Shover explains, what's the difference between when it comes to the when it comes to the haftachas of I will give, when you speak about Lashon Osid, I will give the land, that has nothing to do with Avram. Avram doesn't have to do anything. Avram doesn't have to do anything. Not a pool, not a deeper garnished. Hashem says, I'm going to give you the land. Now, then, when it comes to I, I already gave you the land, that Avram Avinu has to do a pula. Avram it says after he already scouted the land, so Hashem says I'm going to give you the land, and Hashem says and Abraham says how will Avram says how will I know uh, that I will inherit the land? So Hashem answers that um, Hashem tells him that um, you should go the Arkul or Rachva etc. So you have to do a pula. Now the Rabbi Shavuot Mevarad and Tam for Chiluk Alishenis. The Rabbi Shavuot explains. The difference in the wording used in the various promises was by the Drita Haftafa after Eberster Gazaka Lashin Lidi Stone. The Eberster uses the by the third expression. Hashem uses the the third the thing over here. He uses he uses the expression of Lidishto as an inheritance. So Avram asks, "How will I know that I inherited it?" However, in the previous psukim, what does it say to your children? I will give. To you, I will give. Now, so he says, why is it that when it comes, the Rav explains, why is it when it comes to the Haftafa, the Ebershter promises, um, when it comes to, I will give, that's the union of Yerusha, and when it comes to the Lashen of um Sorry, the, the Rabbi Trevor goes into no explanation. Doesn't not what we said before. The Rabbi Trevor explains that by the Dirita Aftafa you find the Lashon of the Rishto, inheritance. Asheng in the Lashon from the previous Psukim, So if you look, we brought down like these four Psukim. I will give the Lashon of Nesina. 
Um, then it says, Um, by Brisbane Absarim, what does it say? It uses the Lushan of Nasati Lushan. What's the difference? He says like this. As does an Tsuya Fanim in the Abraham's Gabin for Ertisol to Eden. This is the two ways that Hashem gave Ertisol to the Eden. Number one, Begadir Matana and Begad Yudusha. You have the way Hashem gave Ertisol as a gift, and you have the way Hashem gave it as an inheritance. This is the difference between the first conquest and the, and the second con- conquest. The Eden copied Eretz Yisrael twice. Once when by Yeshua, when Yeshua went in and conquered Eretz Yisrael, and the second time, like we just learned in the Gemara in Nasar Yuxin, that they were given Roshos by the Persian king after going to Golis in the seven years being in Golis. Between Bayesushin and, and Bayeshini, they were now given Rashus to go back to Eretz Yisrael and, and to take up Eretz, to uh, go back into the land that belongs to them. Now, so the Ravichov explains that's the difference between the first Kibush and the second Kibush. The Kibush Dishin is Begadir Matana. The first Kibush that the Yidin conquered by Yeshua's time, that is the gather of a gift, a Matana. Now, Gather Nikuda. When it comes to a matana, you don't give a half a gift. A gift you give in Gansan. Call Eretz Yisrael. You give the entire Eretz Yisrael. Who makes us like Klum. And giving part of the gift is considered nothing. When they keep a sheni, have a gather Yudusha. And the second uh, conquest has a lot of status as a inheritance. Have a gather Yudusha, but God makes us. So the second conquest, that had a lot of status of an inheritance. And also by attaining a part would be... Would, Consecrated and give the status of the land of Eretz Yisro. So that's the difference between the first and the second. The, the first he explains the first um, conquest had the halachic the status of a gift. The chot um, right had the status of a gift. Mashiach and the second one had the status of a yerusha. Now a piece is muber musber the chiluk canal between the erstus ve'aftachis. On this basis, now we can appreciate the difference between the first two promises and the third promise made at the Brisbane Hamsarim at the covenant between the parts. That explains. We're holding those who just came, page 100. It's the last, um, the last paragraph. Just to give, uh, we started the video? Okay, just to give a synopsis of what's going on over here. So basically, in Pashish Lethlothel, Bashkoth Protest, the Sikhil speaks about. The how Eretz Yisrael halachically belongs to the Eden, and the Rebbe is going to explain by Rishos how Eretz Yisrael, a Yid, does not have the right to give away or to negotiate any part of the land whatsoever when it comes to Eretz Yisrael. And to start, the Rebbe says we find a few different psukim when it comes to the haftacha that Eretz Yisrael belonged to the Eden. You find in the beginning of this week's parsha, you find Hashem says. Tavram lezaracha etenes arutz azayis to your children. I will give Eretz Yisrael. Then, when they leave with Shrayim and and uh, Light and Avram separate, what does Hashem tell Avram? He tells him, <coughs> I will give you Eretz Yisrael. Then it says uh, later, it says, um, get up and go and scout the breadth of the land. Now, when it comes to the Brisbane Ben Absarim, Hashem tells him, 
He makes a bridge with him and he says, Nasati is Aratazois, I already given you gave you the land from Nahar, from the tribe to Nahar Pras, etc. Now, the when it comes to the Haftafa of um in the first few Lashanis, Hashem is telling you, Blush and Asid, I will give you Eretz Yisrael. Now that, when I said, I will give you Eretz Yisrael, Avram doesn't have to do anything. The Ebershter gives him Eretz Yisrael without any Pula. When Hashem says, Nosati, I already gave you, that comes with the Pula. He has to do something with it. He has to scout the land. He had to, he had to, he had to do a Pula. Like, fine. So then, now, the Rabbi Trevor explains the difference between the, the Lashanis is you find by the third Lashin, you find a Lashin of Lirishta, right? The, the passage says, How will I know that I inherited? Mashenkin, the Pesukim beforehand, what does the English use the Lashin of Attain? I will give. Now, the Rabbi Shabbat explains, in Eretz Yisrael, it came in two stages. You have the Eretz Yisrael, the, came, the way it came together, Matana, and you have the way Eretz Yisrael be- um, was attained, was given to the Eden Bederech Yerusha. The Rav explains that that's the difference between the first Kibush and the second Kibush. The first time the Eden conquered Eretz Yisrael in the times of Yeshua, that was given to the Eden as a gift. Now, when it comes as a gift, you have to give a full gift. You can't give half a gift. A half a gift, Allah is not considered a gift. Masha'enkein, the Kibush Sheni, when the Eden conquered, now they had Rishus from the Persian king to go back and go back to the Yisrael, the Asar Yuxin, that had a gather of a, a, a Yerusha, an inheritance. Okay. Um, fine. Now we're all going to help this up. He says, Muzbar, the Chilak Anatsu from the Ershitzer Aftach is from the Aftach by Brisbane, I'm sorry. The last paragraph. The Kibosh for the Knisa Shnia, that when they conquered, the second conquest, when they entered into the land, Gothas Given, Noch the Matziv, Funu, Nechatainu, Galinu, Marzainu. This came after, uh, as the Torah describes, as it des- describes, due to our sins, we were exiled out of Eretz Yisrael. As Merumas in the Aftachah, my priestess of Bris, this is hinted by the promise, by the Christus Bris, what does it say? La Zarafa Nasati. What says, Ke'ein HaKnisa Shnia. Now, you find, by the second conquest, um, when, and, when the Eden uh, entered the land, uh, and we were exiled due to our sins, the, ter- the second part, entry into the land, is alluded to in the promise of uh, Bris ben Absarim. What does it say? To your descendants, I have given you the land. Lizarach nasati, I already given you the land. That's like the second kibush. The second kibush we said is the idea of a Yerusha. This came after Hashem, and Avram have been asked, how will I know that I... Uh, in, in, uh, will inherit Eretz Yisrael. So what did Hashem say? Lezarach anasati, I gave it to you. Ovirazal zagin, as does is given a chet b'erach malas avram. And as Chazal say, this was, this question was like, a, it was a sin that Avram asked, Kiyon Rishenu. Ovirazal zagin, as does is given a chet golos. And as we find also, that uh, by the Christus bris, we were told about golos, and I know that you're going to be a foreigner in there to sell, or on God's betrayal. When is given, a Golis bubble, on the other Golis, also Golis betrayal, and the Babylonian exile and other exiles are also included in this, and this Yudea Tebet here, Zarafa. So, what's the Rebbe trying to say? That we find that when it came to the, uh, we're saying that the Knesset of the Shnia, when they went in at the time 
of Bavel, that was in a way of, that was when the Abishkir gave the Yidin in a way of Yerusha. You find the expression of Lezaracha Nasati. This is the idea of a Yerusha. However, when it came to, when the first time the Eden conquered in the times of Yeshua, which that is when they came into Eretz Yisrael, is Marumas in the Eretz Yisrael, that did not come as a question when Avram asked, how will I inherit it? Nor was the Eretz Hashem promised this on himself. It came on the Eretz own initiative. Now, the same idea can be applied to the second matter. That this, the, the promise to your descendants, I've given you the land, followed Avram as he traveled the length and breadth of the land. So, Now, the Tagim says, why did Avram even have to travel the Orkul why did he have to travel the length and the breadth of the land? So the Targum Yenison explains that what the Pesach is saying is he made a chazaka. He acquired the land through which he traveled for his descendants. He Pesach made a piyalach, he made a chazaka. How do you make a chazaka? There's different ways that to make a chazaka. So by traveling and 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 doing um, the apula length, traveling the length and the breadth of the land, the Targum Yenison explains he made a piyalach a chazaka. And this is also um, what it, it was accomplished by Ezra when he sanctified the land a second time. Now, what did what, what was accomplished by Ezra a second time if Eretz Yisrael had a kedusha? So, with the Rambam as the Rambam in the end in, in, of Perak Vov in the space of Chira, the Rambam brings in the Chastumas. Rambam says, as kedusha he says like this. When it came to the original Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, the reason why Eretz Yisrael, the first time when it was conquered, had a Kedusha, is because it was, uh, it, it, it was uh, because the, the, the majority conquered it. Now, the key, when so the Rambam says, once Eretz Yisrael was taken away from the Eden, so now uh, the Kibush came, so the Ramam says that the Yidin, the whole Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael came when the Yidin conquered it in the times of Yeshua. Now that Eretz Yisrael was taken away from them, it was conquered by the enemies. So the Kibush now says, a person is not chayiv, the Yidin are not chayiv in Meiser, they're not chayiv in Shviz, because it's not part of Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael anymore. Now, the key is not something like this. The key, inshallah, Ezra, Bikitsha, Bikitsha, Bikibush. Now, when Ezra came back the second time before Bayashani, and he was in the Kaddish Yisrael, he was in the Kaddish Yisrael with a Kibush, with a conquering, Ella Bechazaka. He conquered Eretz Yisrael in a way of not conquering, but he made a Chazaka. Shechzikubo, Lefikov, Kalmakim Shechzikubo, Eli Bovel. So the Ramam says something very interesting. Anything, any part of Eretz Yisrael, that when Ezra returned and he consecrated it, uh, it was not maktish through conquest, through kibbutz, rather through chazaga. Therefore, every place that was repossessed by when Ezra came back, 
and it was Matnishit, that has a Kedusha till today. What do you do with that? Now, he says, it's necessary to keep the halachas of Shviz and Maishas on this land, even though it was later taken away from the Jewish people. That's what the Ramam says. So, the Ramam says that the first kibush of Eretz Yisrael, the only reason why it had a kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, because it had a kibush beramim. Now that it was taken away by the Goyim, it had no more kedusha, and that's why, since it doesn't understand, so kedusha says for Eretz Yisrael, it's not mechuli of a Shviz. And now when Ezra came back and it was Maktashit again, he wasn't Maktashit in a way from, from Kibosh, but there was no way of Chazaka. And whenever he made a Chazaka at that time, has a Kedusha where it's filtered today. So then Rebbe asks now on the Rambam, the Dach Rabbi Vashtain, we have to understand, what is the Shaykhs from the Ersh Kibosh? Was on Kibosh, had sich ufgetan durch Kibosh, zum Zeichen for Inge for Matana. So now the Rebbe is trying to connect the Rabbi Shavu and the Rambam. The Rabbi said that the first time the Eivishter gave the Eretz Yisrael was in a way of Matana. The second time was given in a way of Yerusha. Now, the Rambam says the first time they didn't have the Kedusha, the, the, the Kibush was only a Kibush, no Hazaka. So the Rebbe is trying to say, what's the connection to Kibush and Matana? So obviously the Rebbe is trying to connect the Rebbe and the Rambam and saying, what's the connection you're saying between a Matana and the Kibush? And what's the connection between a Yerusha and a Chazaka? Okay, we'll stop here. I'm sorry, the Ebrister used the Lushen of I have gave already. So, the difference is that when it comes to things, the Ebrister says, I will do that Avram Avinu doesn't have to do any pula. Mashenkin the haftocha that I already gave it to you. That Avram Avinu has to make a pula like we learned yesterday's chitas. He has to walk around the land. Today's chitas. I'm always a day ahead. So I know. Um, now the Rambam explains that the, the the difference between the two lashonos are that there's the lashon of. Uh, the Rishta, inheritance, and then there's Etain Etzerara, is a Lashon of Matana. So he explains that the first time the Eden went to Eretz Yisrael in the times of Yeshua, and they conquered the land, that's the idea of Kibbut, that's the idea of a Matana. That we got Eretz Yisrael, we got a Matana. The second time, by when Ezra Sefer was in the bubble, or either from bubble to Eretz Yisrael, and we got Rishos to Kibbut Shania, Kibbut Shania, that was the gather of a Yerusha inheritance. And, um, and then the Rebbe went on and was trying to connect the, with, with the Rambam, with the, uh, with the Rogachover, that what's the difference or what's the connection between Kibush of the first Kibush to a Matana and what's the connection between the we said about a chazaka and a rusha. So, a we said that the first one matana has to do with kibush, and the second time, the idea of yerusha has to do with chazaka. That's what we left up yesterday, and we're trying to understand what's the connection between the two. All right, base. 
So the Rebbe says like this: "Veishto farish mehekta beer in dibre haram manal." You need to explain this by first prefacing an explanation of teaching the Rambam mentioned above. Now, the kes in in vocha the kesim mishnah frakt veishayilus. The kesim mishnah asks two questions on the Rambam. Aleph, we. Oh, this is this is this is a thing that I think you took. You're welcome, one. Okay, test works. The fun. And kids, you fun. Take you through it. Guys, see some. I don't know why some of the copies he did. I don't know why he brought it like that here. Because by me, the first one is. Yeah, but some of them it's the opposite. Okay, here. So the Kesem Mishnah asks two questions regarding the Ramam statement. Aleph, any idea, the Kesem Mishnah asks, why is a Chazaka you're saying that when it came to the Kibosh, that is, is one status. And when you came to the Chazaka, that's another status. Right? If, if you look in the Ramam, just... Uh, Rambam says that, yeah, he says he doesn't understand why, why is Chazaka, why is the Chazaka stronger than, the, than a, uh, why is the Kei Chazaka more than Kibush? Kibush. Chazaka shouldn't be less because he shouldn't be Chazaka. So what does he ask? Well, Amalei Nemer, but Chazaka, Gamkin. So the Chedah, you're saying that when it came, uh, the first Kibush, since it was in a way only of uh, kibosh, so it doesn't have the strength um, as the chazaka. My in the second time, chazaka is stronger. The yes, gamish and nuklecha but the chazaka. So the Mishnah asks, even when the land was taken away from us, also the chazaka should be nullified. And furthermore, the Mishnah asks, where is Shaina, should Scott should be kibosh? He's saying that during the first conquest, so he asks, during the first kibush as well, didn't they also make a chazaka? Can we suggest that a chazaka without a kibush is superior to a chazaka in conjunction with a kibush? So he says, there's also, but what is a chazaka? Chazaka means you're, you're situated in, in the place. You're, you're stationing, taking ownership. By the first kibush also, what happened? They took, they took, they went into, they went into Yisrael, they conquered Eretz Yisrael, and they what? And they have a chazaka that they're there for many, many years. So why is this stronger? It's just to, just to recap, just to explain. We brought down from the Ramam yesterday um, that Ram says the first Kedusha Rishayna Eina Elad Mepneshu Kibush Rabbin Says there was a kibush rabbim. So he says, "Kibush in lukacharis miodeim." Once Eretz Yisrael was taken away from them, so bottle a kibush. And then he says, "Kibush all the Ezra kedusha like kibush like kibush be kibush and b'chazaka shechziku." And therefore, basically, the Rambam says that any time, any place that the Eden conquered, or or the bavo made a chazaka, it belongs to them. So that so the kesubish asks one second. First of all. Why is the Koyach HaChazaka that they made in the time of Ezra, why is it any stronger than the Kibush? And number two, he asks, is Kibush, the, the first time that they were, that they were, that made the conquest was with the Chazaka. So the Chayar, it's even stronger. The second time they got Rishos. So they got Rishos, the Minachazaka. 
Okay, so the Rebbe says this. It's known there are many well explanations in the Ramlam's view. Aleph, he says like this. The Radvazok, the Radvaz says, Venir Ladaitri, seems to me, if you feel like Kitshu, Kitshu Bepe, Elabim Ezek, Kitshu Bepe. So the Radvaz says, and the Rebbe is going to ask on this, that the distinction lies that during the first initial conquest, they did not verbally sanctify Eretz Yisrael. Whereas in the times of Ezra, they verbally sanctified Eretz Yisrael. The Nebuchadnezzar says like this in the Radvaz, over the Vazza is was mgefinit as bim Ezra kitshu bepe. Firstly, we don't find it's mentioned in the times of Ezra that they verbally sanctified the land. Secondly, the Ramam does not even hint at this rationale. Adram, on the contrary, the Ramam is a varma fetish. The Rambam says clearly, as thus, Meskedusha Shnia Lebatla, this, that the, se- the, the second time they even came up there as Israel's Lebatla is Nitbal Kitshubapeh, not because they verbally sanctified it, nor Valley Kitshubikimush, Ella Bachazoka, Shizikubat. The Rambam says clearly, it was not sanctified uh, by Peh. He doesn't say that. He says it was not sanctified through conquest, but through Chazoka. However, the first sanctity, this was accomplished through conquest. So the Ram says clearly. So that's, so that's the question on the Radvaz. The Radvaz wants, wants to make a difference between Kichu Bepeh or not. So the Rebbe, first of all, the Ramam doesn't say that. And on, on the contrary, the Ramam doesn't say this is the difference. The Ramam says the difference is it's clear. The first of all was with a Kibush, and the second one was now with a Kibush, what was accomplished through Chazako. Okay, so that's. Okay. When you verbalize something, the reason why Eretz Yisrael the first time didn't have that sanctity that lasted forever is because they didn't they didn't verbalize it doctor, But the Rebbe obviously says that when you when you verbalize, well, yeah, you have to say it. You don't say it. It's exactly. Thank you. Because the interpretation of independent question. No, but you're right. Like Jesse said, you have to, if you Kaddish, uh certain things, you don't say, hey, sometimes you don't say the broth, you do the mice, but yeah, there's an Indian of. So who says it? A Kober? Who would say it? The uh, base there or something? You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what. Uh, the the, the Radvaz obviously. The, the Radvaz obviously. The Rebbe obviously doesn't like the answer. He says clearly that the snapshot in the Raman. All right. Okay, number two, the thing is, Yomte for M for the Kashu Makesim Mishnah. The Sisyonth of answers the Kesemisha's question. It says like this. The Sirele, the Kibush Nochrim, also Mavatal Kibush Yisrael. He says that Gentiles, Goyim, uh, they came and they nullified the Yid's earlier conquest. However, when it came to, in regards to the Chazaka, to the land, so we acquired it from, right, Kadesh, who was the Persian king at that time, and the king permitted them to acquire it. So later, the conquest could not come and nullify the effects of the Chazaka done with the consent of the Persian king. That's what he says. So when you have, so again, so the Tensei is saying like this, that the first time, since there was no Chazaka, the Kibush from the Goyim comes and, or, and, and nullifies our Kibush, Mashenkin, the Chazaka on the land that we acquired at the time that the Persian king gave us a shus, the king permitted us, so the later Kibush could not come and nullify the effects of the Chazaka done with the consent of the king.
Fine. So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe says these are very nice answers, but these explanations do not answer both of the Kesem Mishnah's questions. And he explains, When you get the first question, if the Goyim's conquest constitutes a general, uh, a genuine acquisition that will nullify the Yitz, uh, the Jewish people's original ownership, if that really works, is Vos Vet Do Tsugemen as the Free the Kabbalists is becoming Nidor Kibush, nor Dur Chazaka Midasa Nesa. Paldas is given the King of Kibush Muhammad Sadi Nochim. The Rebbe says that at the end of the day, it doesn't really answer the Kesem Mishnah's question. Because if you're saying that the Kibush, that, they, that nullifies the Jewish people's original ownership, so why would this change if the original ownership was affected, not as a result of a Kibush, but as a result of a Chazaka that was done with the consent of the actual nation. Since the Goyim's military conquest, Actually, a Pialacha produces an acting musician, so the question of the Kesemishta still stands. Why don't we not apply the same reasoning to Chazaka that once the land was taken from our hand, if Chazaka was nullified? In other words, if they have the power to take away through Kibush, they have the power to take away the Kedusha, they should have the power to take it away through Chazaka as well. Yeah, what does the Chazaka help? Okay, so now the Kibush took away the Chazaka. Okay, so yes, Taldas obliged for the Sveta Shabbat. Similarly, the second question also remains unanswered. During Yeshua's times, the Jewish people also acquired part of the land with the consent of the giver. You find that the Givainim surrendered their cities to the Jewish people. Bafal became in the Ramam is the Ram Nit Mechalak Ben Hamokan of Mokim is up in the gear, Ganser to Slow, the Kimish Nukahar is Mude and Botlo Kibush, Benifter Matera, Mayim Mises and Mishwis. So we find that the Givainim, who they wanted the, you know, to Shiloh the Gedeemis or not, that one that we were alluding to in the Gemara here, but we don't find that the Rambam makes a difference between this place and Ertisrol. They can't really uh, take away the Kedusha because it was given with consent. The Ram says the entire Eretz Yisrael, therefore when the land was taken from their hands, the original consent was nullified. So according to Taito, the land was freed from, the, and he says that that's why the, the land was freed from Shvis, Amaiser, etc. Gimel. The Ram says like this, the Tessizyantiv is Dorten Mamshech. The Tessizyantiv uh, continues and says like this, it says, don't counter that Hashem gave the land to the Jewish people with their first conquest because you can respond and say, You can say, at the same way Hashem gave the land to the Jewish people, so the, the prophets also prophesied that the destroyers would ascend and take take it away. Similarly, his prophets also prophesied that Kadesh, who was the king of Persia, would return it to them. Similarly, 
So he says that you don't find an explicit nuvoa about this nation of, let's say, Edom and the Romans, who were the ones that took Eretz Yisrael away the second time, taking the land from our hand. Therefore, they did so illegitimately, and the land cannot be stoned. That's what the Tesis Yom says. Don't say that. So the Rebbe says like this, but still, uh, we need to understand. However you look at it, if we presume that a military conquest, uh, conquest constitutes an acquisition that can displace the original owner, it could, it could, um, it could displace it. Apiadin, which means that it's a, a complete acquisition according to Torah law, is my nafkimin, So at the end of the day, what difference does it make if there's a prophecy or not? At the end of the day, they performed an act that constitutes a legitimate acquisition. So the Tesis Yomtev is going to say that the first time there was a Nevoah, so since there's a Nevoah, they have the power to take away the Kedusha Baruch Shaking when it came to Edom and the Romans who who, who destroyed Eretz Yisrael or, 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 or who conquered Eretz Yisrael the second time, that they don't have, uh, there was no Nevoah. Rebbe says, if it works, I'll be din, that you can be mafki, I'll be din. By a kibush, it should work the second time as well. And if, on the flip side, perhaps the kavan is that a non Jew cannot acquire land from military conquest, when a ye says, oi, and since there was no prophecy about the Goyesha conquest following the second conquest, so they did so unlawfully, and the whole notion of military conquest is illegitimate. Now, if you say that the conscious of Nebuchadnezzar and Kedesh who conquered the land by Hashem's word, and it was an exceptional uh, act enabling them to acquire the land through conquest, so this explanation does not align with the Ramam's explanation. Why? The Ramam says clearly that the first Kedusha, the first time the the Kedusha Dishena was through conquering, and the Kedusha Shnia was during Chazaka, through Chazaka. Well, the Fianal is not totally in the Kenyan from the Eden. Based on what they're explaining, it has nothing to do with how the Eden are Kaina, nor in the Eifan Akibish from the Umas. Rather, it has to do with the way that the Goyim conquered. I got this Babal, Hati Kedusha Gikan's Bottle Varen, Afido Venz, Zivolt Kivan, I did Chazaka. Why? Because the Golis Babal. Could have been the kedusha could have been bottled even if they took it through chazakah. A kibush nubuchanetzar is given kedin because the kibush of nubuchanetzar was done api alacha. Shegem and certain kibush galos. However, by the second galos, we bowed the umas having kevish grand shleikidin since the umas conquered shleikidin were enough to fire the kedusha in the bottle. That's why the kedusha was not bottled. But says afilu ben zivolt yekumen nara the kibush. So. Basically, the Ramam makes clearly a difference between uh, Chazaka and a Kibush. And the way that the Tesis Yantiv are explaining 
it comes out that it has to do if you had if you had the, if there wasn't a vor there wasn't a vor you had permission nothing to do with the actual king and the, so based on that it would come out that the first time if they had permission so even if they made a chazaka they'd be able to be kavishit and even and the second time as well even if they did not make a chazaka they were they they took it so they didn't dalit but again the twitter shalom now what mechiri you can enter so we can answer the second question. Um, the way other commentaries explain the Ramam, even though by the Kibush of Yeshua was also Chazaka, like the Kesemishta said, he says that the Yidin did not acquire through Chazaka. They in, in mind, yes, they made a chazaka, but in their mind, they they, they wanted it to be done from kibush. And therefore, their um, their power of chazaka did not really accomplish anything. And he says, And we find... Uh, this then, based on a person who, let's say, works in the property of a deceased ger, thinking that the land was his own, does not acquire the land. The halacha is by a ger, that if a ger dies with any, right, doesn't die with any uh, hairs, any yershin, so, um, I guess, call, right, what does it say, call, call uh, whoever, it's hefter. Oh, one second. So, so this this Allah is like this: the ger, the ger, a ger passes away, doesn't have any children. So now the property is hefker because he he basically has no inheritors. So any person who comes and performs an act of kinyan becomes the rightful owner. Now this person, his he had incorrect kavana. So since his kavana was he didn't he wasn't kainim mitzad. You asked he wasn't kainim mitzad the. Um, because he knew what he was doing, or he had the right kavana, he thought that it's his. But BMS had he, he, he it's the gears, and the gear he could have been acquired it because it's hefker. But he thinks that he's being oider in his own property. So what's the Allah? The Allah is he's not kaina. So what do we see? Like you were saying, we see that kavana has to do. What's the guy's kavana? Is the kavana to be kavish or not? So since, even though, yes, they made a chazaka, but they, 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 their kavana wasn't with the chazaka, their kavana was with the kibush. So since their kavana wasn't a kavana that could be acquired, the rightful way, that's why, um, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, let's see it from the case of the, of the gear. Okay, Auburn, Nesav of them Tzarafian, so never says, however, in addition to the Tzarafian, see the Atzim Svara had on Erdbing and know if Taki, you say this Svara, at the end of the day, he wants to acquire. So he acquires with not chazaka, with a kibush. But he wants to acquire. Is there kaina? Afilon kavana? Wefrata sezakin deiraisa. Is shver azitzulana kana? Why? By the ordeya givenim is doch iber hoibt nit. Iber hoibt nit given ken kinya from kibush mocham. You find by the ordeya givenim, there is no kibush mocham. They wanted it to be given over. So why is it based on this? Why, at least at the the towns of the Givanim, 
why do the Jewish people people's acquisition using Chazav and not affect at least these cities? All right, and tomorrow, Mr. Shem will learn the beer. This is the fifth session on Tele Tazvav. We're holding Ace Hate. Now we're going to get into the beer of the difference of uh, the first the first uh, time the Eden went there to Israel, the second time they went there to Israel. Why is it that when it came to the when the Abishter uses the expression of and why when it came to the Beris Ben Avsarimus and Nasati, so the Rebbe brought various different answers. Didn't like it, and now we're going to see the Rebbe's beer. Now let's say the the explanation is as follows: When the Abishter gave the land of Eretz Yisrael to the Jewish people, so two things happened. Number one, Aleph, the king in Mammon. First of all, there was a financial acquisition. The Bailus of Eretz Yisrael, thus was the Balang to Yidin. So you, the first, when the Abishra gave the Yidin, the first thing was there was a financial acquisition, which means that the Jewish people gained ownership over the land of Israel. Now, and then you have the second thing, the Inyan from Kedusha Saurus. And then you have the way that the Kedusha, the land, actually became sanctified. Now, the Ershta Inyan, page 104, the Ershta Inyan, the Bailus for Yidin of Eretz Yisrael is Gekum and Durchtem, was the Eberster Hot Avekigemen Eretz Yisrael to Avram Avinu. We the Shami land of Fun Lezaracha Nasati, blushing over as does is Nit Aftach nor Kfar Nasati. So the first, the first thing is, as we said, the Jewish people's ownership over the land, and that came when Hashem gave the land to Avram, as the Yerushalmi says, he learns Lezaracha to your descendants. I have given the land in. In the past tense, not in not a promise, but instead I have already given it to you. Thus says, as from demot on, I feel enough either the Eden haven't pavish given her to show the pale, he had there to show to the Eden, oif stendit, which means that even before the Eden conquered Eretz Yisrael, the land always belonged to the Jewish people. Biz as does is negel halacha, until this is relevant even halachically. We did mother zok as the bnei slofter haven't genumen chelik avim. Was Eretz given a becher pishnayim? Alpha pias ena becher netul pishnayim be rau kemuzuk. Eretz Yisrael muzuk is he. So came in a way of kibush, in a way of conquest. Rabbi says, "Move on, Mr. King, in a chazaka demod. Hot nit gehofen. I feel a little nit by ori hagivenim." Hagam says, "Is chazaka midas anesin?" We asked yesterday, "Lachayra, at least by the givenim, which there was chazaka midas. Why doesn't that chazaka work? Why was it taken away by the kibush of the goyim?" So now we could appreciate why the chazaka doesn't work because the 
Um, why? Now, the sanctity of Eretz Yisrael could be brought only by the Abraham's instructions. So, since the, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is dafka by the Tzibri of the Abraham, so the Chalais of Machazaka cannot make it Kodesh. The Abraham wanted that what house should the Kibush be accomplished is through Muhammad. Which means that the only way it could be Kodesh is through a Mechama. Chazaka won't help. Rebbe says, We say, Mizu, and even more so, we bow by the Knesset, Kedusha is Gizok Givorn. Vinich Peshahoris Lifnechem. Haaretz Stam, since the Abishter instructed regarding the entry of Eretz Yisrael, and the land is conquered before you, which means it refers to the land as Izishlem, as Gleishman Kibush Yerichoi, was his given, Nogro Shal Eretz Yisrael, or the Liber Niskan Sulisei Chazayin Umas. So therefore, as we said, that when the Amishter instructed the Eden to go into the land of Eretz Yisrael, the land is out specifying, so you can learn that immediately after the Eden uh, conquered the city of Yerichai, they completed the process of being sanctifying Eretz Yisrael after they entered the land in a way of Kibush, because Yerichai, as we called, it was like the, the portal into the land of Eretz Yisrael. And for this reason, the seven nations gathered in Yerichai to defend it when the Yidim began their conquest. And they said, if Yerichai is conquered, the whole land will be conquered straight away. Nor, but again, the common which this is given, atanai of kibush v'chilib. That nevertheless, an additional condition was necessary for many of the mitzvahs to become obligatory. Atanai l'chiv from the mitzvahs, and this condition is needed to be met by the mitzvahs to become obligatory. For example, let's say the mitzvah of Yevil only takes effect when all the inhabitants are upon it. It did not affect the land's uh, Kedusha. This uh, happens when, uh, right away when the Jewish people conquered the Rebbe. Based on this, we can say, now, we could say another reason why Chazaka did not affect the sanctity of the land. Because the sanctity of Eretz Yisrael was already brought about as soon as the Jewish people conquered Yerichai. Now, so that's the first thing. The Ebershter wanted that the Kibbutz should be done through war, through it should be a military conquest, and therefore... Kolzman, there's no military conquest. There's the only way to affect a kedusha, or the Abishter wants Eretz Yisrael in a way that the kedusha is chal only through kibush. So chazaka doesn't work. Hashem came back and he says Ezra. However, when Ezra Sefer came into Eretz Yisrael, was begging them how the Abishter gazok. Efkoid eschem lahashav eschem esamokim azeh. The Abishter said, "I will attend to you to return you to the place." Is the rotsim mitzvah in kido from Abishter? Yevan nit as mizol kovis on Eretz Yisrael. So Hashem's desire and an instruction and in intending to the Jewish people, not for them to conquer the entire land, but nor He wanted them to ascend to the land and settle there. Therefore, the sanctity took effect through the chazaka they manifested. Which the Rebbe is not, it's interesting because the Rebbe is on one hand explaining the Rebbe Chavar, but the Rav Chavar used a different lashon. The Rav Chavar learned that there's two kibush. You have the kibush Rishin and the kibush Sheni. 
The Rebbe is not saying, the Rebbe is getting even deeper. The Rebbe is saying the first time that the Yidin conquered Eretz Yisrael or came into Eretz Yisrael, that was in a way of Kibush. So the only way to actually bring Kedusha is through Kibush. The second time is through Chazaka. The Rebbe Shavu doesn't use the Lashon of Chazaka. It's a Kibush Rishon, Kibush Nistam. Okay, Zayin. It's the same idea, but it's a uh, and not... Uh, okay. Zayin. Apisa is Eich Fa'en for the Eresh the Shaila from Kesem Mishnah. On this basis, we can also answer the Kesem Mishnah's first question. Ipal di Kedusha Ayide Yeshua Tzichuv Kedan Dor Teknisa Fun Ba'efen. Shinitztave Shinitztave Ayide Kibush Now, since when Yeshua and the Jewish people entered the land, they sanctified it by entering in the way that Hashem commanded. By conquest, was together from Kibush. Kibushutah is What's the idea of conquering? Conquering means, it denotes, that you're taking something from another person against his will. So it comes out, So, so therefore, it comes out like this. From the perspective of Hashem's command, the land previously belonged to the nations, and the Kedusha of the land was associated with overpowering the nations by a military conquest. So therefore, when the land was taken over from their hands, so their original conquest was nullified. In other words, once the Jewish people um, uh, ruled over or took it away from the nations ended, so also the result of the sanctity also ended. Now, Mashiach came, so that's the first time. However, when they came a second time, when the Eden came a second entry into the land of Eretz Yisrael, when Ezra returned, and it was Makdish the land, it was not Kaddish, it was not Hektish through conquest, but rather through Chazaka. They're gathered from Chazaka Kibshuti is full shtendik bailus amazik. What is halachically? What does it mean the nature of a chazaka in simple sense? Is that one is making the chazaka takes complete ownership? As the zas zayne onit as ziz givarin zayne dorf tsunam the bailus from atzvet aide kibush. So, what does it mean chazaka? That the object is yours. You take complete ownership by removing the previous owner, but not in a way of conquering. So you can apply the same idea to the Kedusha of the land that was brought about through Chazaka. As the Chalei Sakadusha Damolt is forbidden Dermit, was the Haben Zich Umgekert in land, was Gehert Tzuzei, Oif Fardin Kibish Yeshua, and the fire read this bottle. Which means that the Nit Potom, sorry, the, the Kedusha of the land then was brought about by their returning to the land, which belonged to them even before Yeshua. It belonged to them when. The Eberster told of Ramavinu, therefore the Kedusha will never be nullified. nullified. Now, in other words, Baalias Ezra had the Bailas binyan amomin, oyes the poil binigets Kedusha's art, which means that when Ezra ascended into Eretz Yisrael, the financial ownership of the land also affected the land's Kedusha. Umbemela, and therefore, the shame we thus was Eretz Yisrael Muzakasi, where came on the bottle. And now we can understand a connection between came to the first Kedusha, we're saying Matana, 
Yagdusha Shniya Tzu Yudusha. Says Yudua Yudusha Ein La Hefsek. It's known that when it comes to inheritance, there's no such a thing as can ever be reversed. When Matana Yeshle Hefsek. So that Yudusha the Gemara Baba Basra says this can never be reversed, whereas a gift can be reversed. Is what's the reason why when it comes to a gift you could reverse it? Even though there's a lotion brought down in many places that uh, a person never gives a gift to his friend unless the friend gave him some benefit. So, so how could you uh, take back a gift? Nevertheless, However, a matana doesn't come inside the milas of the person receiving it. So since the gift is given not as a result of the lavdafka of the recipient, but primarily on the initiative of the giver, so the recipient has no claim or connection with the gift. So therefore the gift can cease even after it's been given. On their far is their ingin hamatana for Ersisol Chitin Shaya Bigger to the Knisa Dishana Kibush Yeshua. So therefore the idea of a gift that the land of Ertisrol being gifted to the Eden applied primarily during the first entry on Yeshua's conquest. So just like the way that the Eden conquered Ertisrol was in the way of Kibush, Saikim Shutei. So first of all, they went in armed on Sinai by this Adam Canal. So we see that the way that they conquered Eretz was all in a way of Kibush. Even in Aveda was a, was in a way of. So same thing with Eretz Since Eretz was given as a matana, so therefore what's working? Yeah. But since Eretz was given as a matana, so therefore. Uh, the first time Hashem could take that back. So here's the key over here. However, when it comes to inheritance, since the, the since the inheritor is being related to the one who's giving the inheritance, until when it comes out that the actual inheritance is that the inheritor is actually one, one with the one giving the inheritance. Meaning the property is not considered to have changed ownership. So that's the difference between a matana and yudusha. A matana is the guy, the, the, the nation wants to give of the matana, so he has the right to take it back. When it comes to actual inheritance, the inheritor and the inheritance, the, the person who's giving it and the person who's, uh, who's accepting it, he's, he's mamash one with it. So when it comes to inheritance, you can't take that away. Therefore, Hashem giving the land, by the way of inheritance applied when the land was sanctified the second time. So when it's in the way of their chazakah, which means that they have an essential connection to their soul, they're always the owners of the land. And the Psukim was bekeshed some Indian Amatana Vidusha, Yishena, Shade, the Lashon of Zaracha, and the Chatan and Ab, Lashon Osid, or Shakas Lushishnia, the Lashon of Zaracha, and the Sati Lashon over. Now you can understand 
uh, regarding the first gift, the Pasuk says, to your descendants I will give the land. To you I will give it. In other words, in a future tense. But regarding the second uh, Kedusha, the Pasuk says, to your descendants I am giving the land, which is in past tense. Kedusha Yishen is given from Bunim et HaShaykas from Yidim et Land, was had zich gedarf erst uftan be'asim. Kevitan er tishol von atzveten zushos was his nit Kaddish. The first sanctity was associated on the Jewish people's connection with the land that only come about in the future after the Jewish people conquered the land from the domain of others, not in the domain of Kiddusha. However, the Seach and Sanctity was brought about in a manner by which the Yidin's action, Chazaka, didn't make a new thing. It revealed their existing connection with the land. The land of Eretz Yisrael belonged to them previously because Hashem gave it to the Avis. So that's the difference. So, since the since the first kibush, or I should say the first, the first time the Eden went, went into Eretz Yisrael was all in a way of kibush, it was in a way of, of conquering, so we got it more out some Atana. Hashem could take that back now. Well? Why can't you be with them? So, I, I, I just want to understand why did it. So, why did the Yerusha only come after? Okay, so the Yerusha was always there. The Yerusha is always because, because if the Yerusha only came by Ezra, so why do we talk to have it? Like, the Yerusha was always there. The Yerusha says, the Yerusha says by Brisbane, I'm sorry, I'm giving Eretz Yisrael to the Eden. No, the Yerusha, the Yerusha is always there. The inheritance is always there, never them. We only were Megala, we only the inheritance came to us, the Gila, the inheritance came when we made a Chazaka. But when the Chazaka didn't make a new thing, it wasn't like the Chazaka was just Megala, the connection you have the whole time with Eretz Yisrael. Okay, Yud. What's the difference between a Matana and Yerushim Negei Eretz Yisrael? Canal, Blaze, Meshachat, Kedusha, Saharat, was Hadzik, Uvgatan, Beknesis, Eretz Yisrael. So, as we said, the first Kedusha Territory Yisrael, when they came in, um, was in a way of Matana, and the Kedusha Shniya was in a way of Yerusha, which doesn't have, there's no, you can't take it back, you can't reverse it. The Rebbe says, over the Etzim, Bailus, Finyidin, if Eretz Yisrael, Shtenden, Gadz, Vatachas, Hashem, was from Zintim, Eberstein, Hatos, so I was saying, this land, Opgigem, so I was saying, this land, Opgigem, so I was saying, Alza, Nachas, Elam. At the end of the day, when the the when the Eden, um the Etzim ownership of Eretz Yisrael came, when Hashem promised Avram Avinu, but Brisbane, I'm sorry, <coughs> that it's going to be inheritance forever. For Mela is indemned it can unterscheid shed in welchem matzav Eden gefinzich. There's no difference on what situation Yid is. A few events is a matzav from Klichat. Einu galinu matzav is shachakum ba'al misenu. That because of our sins, is our Yisrael Eich Demot Art Seinu and Alma Seinu Unzer Land and Unzer Er. We do not look now as Eretz Yisrael Mochzekasi on Yerusha Hilochem Avisichem. When Avraham Avinu Chotzes Ben Taim is given the Chetah Egel Chetah Menagon. Yes, you have the Yerusha and you have the Matana, but the Etzem Inyan of Eretz Yisrael always belong to the Eden from Brisbane Amesaron. Befrat Lapiyam Bevorli Ila. In the Psak Din Aramam, as in Yerusha is Ech Nimshach and Nichbuk work in Kedusha Hasarz, but even as Ech the Kedusha Shnir, in the Hafsa Kedusha Glossit. And the Rebbe says that, especially when the Ramam says um, that the benefit associated with Yerusha extends to and is impl- impl- implanted 
into the Kedusha of the land, such as that even the second Kedusha is never nullified and is there forever. This is understood. This is the key over here. If, if, uh, if you want to take, at least for me, you want to take one paragraph from the decision, this, this, is, this is it. says, This is understood. That it's understood over here that you don't debate, there's no deals, there's no negotiations. Even in addition to the fact that the river of Egypt, or from the river of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates River, is a Yerusha to all Jewish people and to every single person. That's why nobody has the right to be mevater any chelik in Eretz Yisrael. Is there well an upgen chas v'shalom? Azach was gate kegin emirat Hashem was bruchin nasan alanu as an achas elam. So no individual chas v'shalom has the right to relinquish a portion of the land of Eretz Yisrael. The desire to give away some of the land is against the will of Hashem because it was His will to give it to us as an internal inheritance. Mashas yidem ashtein. When Jewish people stand firmly regarding this matter, not because of my power and the might of my power, but because the land is an internal inheritance from Hashem, and the God of the world to his internal nation, and not only that, but eventually we're going to see the prophecy kings will be your, your nurturers and the princes, you're like your wet nurses. The nations of the world will help the Jewish people carry out Hashem's rule in general and specifically regarding the issue above during the era that we remain in Gullus. When thus ailed, the Mitzumbiz Meshesh's kingdom was demolished with and then the Jewish people will possess the entire land in the Mashiach, even the territories of the nations of Kini, Knizia, and Kagmeni, around the time that the Pasuk says, but then I will change the nations to speak a pure language so that they will proclaim the name of Hashem to worship Him and United was, and like it says, may this, uh, may this happen speedily in our days. Okay, so you, what we explain now, we explain up the Allah, what's the, what's the exactly, what happened the first time in Eretz the second time, halachically, why Eretz Yisrael belongs to us, out to Yerusha, you don't have it, nobody has that right to give it Yerusha. It's not meaning, yes, everybody has Yerusha, but it's a collective Yerusha, so you don't have the right, so my Yerusha, no, everybody is one Yerusha together, so you don't have the right one yachid or whatever, one individual, one government doesn't have the right now to go and start giving away a land that are too strong. Hmm? Yeah. No, but you can ask you guy to klutz kajra. The guy says, okay, you know, let me give away my land. So it doesn't work that way. Everybody, everybody is in this uh, together. Okay, let's do the next sikha. Very gishmaka sikha. I mean, this one is beautiful. Every sikha is beautiful, but... This is a uh, Shaikh, you remember the time? Just to cut the video. What time? What time? Okay, perfect. Let me tell him. Okay, next Sikha. 
page 38. This is a Sikha printed in volume 20. So we'll start in Mr. Shem today and we'll finish it tomorrow. In the beginning of the Pasha, the Teda says, in regards to the Pasik, that before Avram uh, came to, uh, to Egypt, Avram told Sarah, it will come to pass when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is my wife, and this is my wife, and they will kill me and let you live. So please say that you're my sister, so that uh, it will be good for my sake, and I'll be alive because of you. Okay, this is the famous story that everybody knows. Sidua the Shilat's question like this. Everybody asks that Barbanel, the Alshech, the Gurarian, the Azay, that Avram eingestellt Sarah in Azam Matzev, as the Mitzrayim is on Ir Tsunem, and Kidei, as Erez will drift them, Gerat of Inverne. So the question is, the commentaries ask, why in doing so, um, so the question is like this, what the, um, all the Mepharshim ask, that how is it, how could Avram have placed Sarah in a situation where the Egyptians would have ducked her, so why? So that he could be safe. And not only that, and then we're going to see later, actually says, what does it mean, man? You tell the Baburech that I should that I should make money. It's very it's a it's a political thing. Say, Sarah, t- Sarah, tell Sarah, tell tell them that you're my sister. Why? So so, I'm 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 safe. Okay. So Mefarshim is on a var via Zeavram had to buy nisht evergiven kin isra. So the Mefarshim explain why in doing so Avram did not sin. But in Zeir state as Avram is given zicha as the schus from Sarah, but Baishten. And the Zayar explains that Avram was confident that Sarah's merits would protect her and that the Egyptians would not touch her. The Rebbe says, What did Avram? Avram, at the conclusion, he said, What does this mean? What did he say? Avram said that it should be good for me, that it should be well for the Mayita of Libaburich. What, what does that mean? It means that you should say, in order that, in order that, I should receive gifts. We're talking about life and death over here. That uh, Sarah could be killed. She would have stayed out in the bars. Would she have split? No. No, because... because so first of all, the box was the box was simple that he doesn't she should go unnoticed. But now, if God forbid they notice you, so if you're going to say that you're a married person, so what are they going to say? They the Mitzrayim Kibiyachol. And Mufarshim explain why is why is no. But the question when Mufarshim asks why is killing why is killing Avram any better than than the So there are many answers. One answer is killing is a one time thing, once in and done. Eishasish is every time you be over the Isra of Eishasish. So, Kibiyachal and Mitzrayim thought this way. So, um, so back to our Sikha, how could Avram Avinu be thinking in a time of Sakana that it should be good for me, that I should make a lot of money? So, by Tevis Mokim Zayn, does, was it Vakum in Matanis? That what should he think? He, oh, now it's a, good, it's a good opportunity to make money. Because as does his guard, the Ersh the Tam, of them, why? 
What are we saying? Why should you say my sister? The man you tell so that I may be treated well for your sake. Yeah, so it's obviously something very obviously something deeper going on over here. We have to understand. Okay. So the Rebbe says in base, the Zayar Steltzich Eftem Unfrek, the Zayar asks on this Pasik, and he says so the Zayar asks, was it possible that Avram, who feared Hashem and loved Hashem, could propose such a thing to his wife so that the Egyptian would treat him well? So the Zayar says something very interesting. He says, he did not rely upon his own merit, and he did not besiege the Abishur on account of his merit. Instead, Avram relied upon his wife's merit because of Sarah, Avram would acquire the wealth of the other nations. For a person's wealth, a person becomes wealthy. Why? In the merit of his wife. And he explains that through uh, how a person can acquire everything through a wise woman, now, the Nafas is the Zer Mamshik, and then the Zer says, the Samak al Skusa di Law, Fla Yoichlin La Anoshali, Lakhaisha Bo, Ubigina Kaf, Layoiv, Midi the Memarchaziat. And therefore the Zer says, he continues, he relied upon her merit to protect her, so that they could be uh, that so they would be unable to punish him and mock her. Therefore he lost nothing by saying, She is my sister. That's what the Zer says. So the Rebbe asks, "What's Eichendem is Tzarechi?" And we have to understand the Iker Kushuv and Zerbi Chiyav Ram Chuli have a Omer Hachiyal Itzah begin the Yud from Lei. It's Dach Kanal via Zeret of Ram Angish Tal Itzah Sara and as Amatzah begin the Yud from Lei. What's the Zeret's question? How could Avram Avinu go ahead and put Sara in a in a Maimid Amatzah of Sakanas Tafarshes that it should be good for him? But if them is their tears of Pachas of Avram is given borrowed Leyach when the Chayich Kabbal. So, well, how could Avram put her in such sakanas nefashis? Is because Avram was clear that nothing would happen to her because of her merit. And therefore, he didn't lose anything by saying So, why does the Zerah say in the beginning of the answer? As Avram is given batuach, the yarvich beginim Why did the Zerah say that Avram was certain that he will uh, make money because of her? Mayach was a when the Iker as by him is given zikher as mevet ir garnish konen tarn fear to his desire ershlam b'seif and then at the end the zayir says that he was certain that nothing would happen to her. That's one question. Nachmer b'askol satir zok the zayir even more so the zayir says at the beginning. The zayir says he did not rely upon his own merit and did not beseech the ibrish on account of his own merit. Instead, okay, the zayir says was the is thus in Gantz and Ibn Gets and Tirza Shaila, the Chaira. This has nothing to do with the answer and the question on hand. What was the question? The question is Was it possible that Avram could propose such a thing to his wife so that the Egyptians would treat him well? So, what are you answering? That he was, that he was certain about certain things? You're not, you're not answering the question. Okay, we'll get into Mirza Shem's beer tomorrow.